What? Welcome back to another Jackrabbit Illustrated podcast brought to you by our title sponsor, the Kubota dealers of South Dakota. Whether it's tractors, mowers, utility vehicles, construction, or farm equipment, Kubota's got you covered. Now with nine locations across the state of South Dakota, there's always a dealer nearby. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Jackrabbit podcasts are also sponsored by Culver's of Brookings and Watertown, the home of the Butterburger, Jackrabbit Central, the best place to get your jacks gear, and the best sports bar in South Dakota, Cubby Sports Bar and Grill. Without further ado, here is the A-Team. And welcome back to the Jack Rabbit Illustrated Podcast. Uh, we are here to celebrate the 10-0 and 0, uh, Jack Rabbits of South Dakota State. <laughs> we are on our A-game. This this I, is the eight button once it pulled up the right video for a hot second and then all of a sudden we're on screen. It started and then I'm sorry everybody. I I don't know. You know, we're glad you're here. Uh we are the pre-show for the FFN uh bracket show that's coming up here at eight o'clock. So we'll be sure to be wrapped up by eight so you can get over to that. Um, but man, we are joined today by uh, Alex Kankel, uh, who has joined us this season, obviously. Hope every, hopefully model. everyone's loving his stuff. Yeah, him and his computer. Uh, Alex, how the heck are you doing? Good. Great to be invited and join the uh, quote-unquote professionals today. The profession That's us. You know, so, like, it's just always so weird. Like, A-team Chad versus then a night later B-team Chad. Which is, you know, I am different, the rails. I? So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, this you know, this show has more of a nuts and bolts approach, and uh, it's more of guys <laughs> sitting around drinking a beer, having a chat on the other one. Hey, and they like to make fun of me, which you're nice, and yeah. you don't do that. So, no, 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 I'm I'm like your cheerleader, Chad. You know, you try to be mean to yourself on this show, and I say, no, Chad, we don't do no, that. I'm just here. honest, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chad, how the heck you doing? You had a busy day yesterday. You want to tell the good folks what you did? Yeah, we poured concrete in my shop, and uh, that was an expensive day. And uh, we ended up a little short on concrete, so we ended up having to grab a bunch of landscaping rocks to offset the concrete that was missed because... That's uh, a long story. Anyway, so yeah, so I got a lot of rocks in my concrete, which isn't necessarily advised, but it's how we poured it down on the farm for years. So we're good to go. Perfect. Make do with what you got. Yeah. So, all right. How are you doing, sir? So I'm good. Yeah. So we we ventured south to the big city yesterday, and uh, Kelsey dropped me off at Brendan's house, and I got to watch the Jacks game there. And with him and Thomas, and we had pizza, and she went shopping in Sioux Falls and did Christmas stuff, and so it was wonderful. Cool. And then came back in time for the diaper keg, and then we were there for a couple hours, and then headed north again. So, yeah, I got to put the kids to bed. So that eleven o'clock kickoff was weird, um, but I kind of liked it. Got on with my day after that. So it was weird though. What yeah, you guys we think? Were- we were supposed to be a full hour into our concrete placing, but uh, the Hutterites didn't show up till about 10 minutes before the game. So I was like, ah, but Brendan, man, he's got a heck of a setup there in the basement, huh? How'd you like that? Yeah. 
That is awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Ben did show up for a little while in the second half and immediately started complaining about the setup, but I thought it was pretty cool. So, <laughs> yeah. So this game, 34 to zero, right? I was wrong. I admitted it and ran some raves on the first thing. I apologize. Uh, I This this Youngstown State offense uh, is really good, and it just shows how great our defense is. I mean, unbelievable. Alex, what was your takeaway from it? No, I think you hit it on the head. I actually had to watch it back last night after being in Vermilion to officiate a middle school robotics competition all day. Little, little different than doing high school football and wrestling, but anyhow, um, yeah, I was really impressed with our defense. I was kind of along the same thinking as you, Matt. I really thought we'll give up twenty points or so, but our offense will move the ball and keep it efficient. And our offense moved the ball efficiently, but our defense said, "No, you're, we're going to make you earn every blade of grass out there." Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Matt was pointing out in our in our preview show for that this game, I guess. They have so many playmakers that are usually making plays, and our defense, yeah. like Alex is pointing out, just said, nah, yeah, not today. So, I mean, they still got some yards. We had some ill-advised penalties, especially once the twos came out of there. I mean, they got, what, yep. two personal fouls that were kind of yep. – one, one they are kind of strange. I'm not really pointing fingers being mad about it, but it happened. Um, you know, they got, they got a bunch of yardage just on that uh, in the second yeah. half. Yep. Uh, Alex, can you, speaking of the officiating, can you tell us what you talked about in our group chat about the, the Graham Goring illegal pick play? Like why, yeah. how, how reviewable? I just, because it was so, on a touchdown, right? But they didn't throw the flag. I know. Oh, so that's why it was reviewable. As I understood, I asked some of my buddies that work college disclaimer. I do not work college. I only work high school, but I know several guys that work college. And just from talking to them, because it was initially thrown and waved off because they ruled that Amar caught the ball at or behind the line of scrimmage. So as part of the scoring review, they can review that. They reviewed, no, he was two yards downfield, which he was. So then they were Hmm. able to reinforce the penalty. Um, That's a little bit coaching there and not want to take away from Graham because Graham's had a hell of a year and some really limited opportunities, but that's just, Mm -hmm. if he sells that a little bit better, that's probably not a flag. Cause he literally ran over the linebacker and just stopped right in front of him and let the linebacker run in like, yeah, you can't do that, dude. Okay. Fair enough. It uh, just watching that, that ref, that ref crew, I said this in Ransom Raves, just it, I don't know what was going on, but everything seemed more complicated than it needed to be like, yesterday. Like I said in our group chat, they uh, rest in peace, Buck Timmons, longtime South Dakota officials coordinator. That was something he always preached was MIB, make it big, you know, make it clear and obvious. If you're going to throw a flag, people aren't asking why you threw the flag. And I, I don't want to denigrate my fellow officials too bad, but. It, it did not seem like they abided by that rule yesterday. It was, oh, if that can maybe be a flag, we're going to have a flag on that play. Sure, sure. Yeah, and and that recalled touchdown, that was, I mean, did they drop a flag? Because it didn't look like they did. I, it was, so, that was on a review, so that was. Right, but you think just they throw the flag, right? Well, the back judge, so the back judge is in charge of killing that. And 
I have been in that situation before. You have a pre-snap foul, and that's part of good officiating. You don't have your whistle in your mouth because that's how you have an inadvertent whistle. Then you see something, and you do one of these trying to grab your whistle, and I'm going to give them Uh, the benefit of the doubt, and that's what happened there because we've all been there. I had a friend text me. I don't know if I didn't watch state title games. They're like, did you see that peer that guy in the peer game tackled the kid. How embarrassed would you be if you did that? I said, huh? Yeah, I've definitely yeah. never done that. I explained, <laughs> I have. It just wasn't in a championship game or on TV. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, just, you know, that play shouldn't have happened, I guess. It just shouldn't have even got it. Yeah, there. right. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, to the game a little bit, uh, something that I think we all talked about and recognized is that there was going to be opportunities for the passing offense to really go. And when I was driving down the interstate, I in here listening to Tyler Merriam talk about some of the pregame lineup stuff. Jackson being out was kind of a surprise. Marcus Preston being out, a bit of a surprise. Um, but Mark still connected with Jaden, Graham Goring, uh, Griffin freaking Wildy, uh, right? That's for Dallas. He can't yeah. be here tonight. Yeah. But Mark still finished you know, and 19 for 28. Yeah, right? 295 yards and three touchdowns. So, Mark, have a day, buddy. Wow. And our hmm. tight ends had five catches. We've all been complaining right. where are the tight yeah. ends at. Our tight ends had five catches. It was awesome. Dude, that yeah. no-look pass by Chase Mason towards the end of the game to Kevin Brenner. What kind of witchcraft was that? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, right? <laughs> and and if you look. Mahomes. Yeah, right. And they said they had mentioned that. If you look, too, there was a second guy in the same line of fire. Yep. If he didn't catch yep. it right behind him. I was like. Wow, he really knows where them guys are at. That that was just crazy. Yeah, that was impressive hands from Kevin Brenner too. Yeah, so nice yeah, <laughs> hold that. One hey, um, <laughs> um, but Jaden, I mean, so so Alex, you saw this on the blog. I got grief a couple weeks ago for not knowing who the Wildies were, or have never the heard Yankees. of them at the yeah, wide receiver. Or the Yankees, thank you. The Yankees, yeah. <laughs> and since that time. Uh, they have been showing out. They've had a great season. Uh, Jaden, especially since he missed the non-conference portion, has just been explosive, and you're seeing that strength. I mean, they're just awesome. Was that he's you average. and Ranson? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chad. No, that's fine. I was just going to point out. I think he's averaging what a what a ton of game, right? So yeah, six. And six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that was that you or was it in Zimmer's write up today, Matt, where they said you know Jaden just based upon this non-conference or excuse me, by even with missing the non-conference slate, he's been so big that he probably will still be all Valley consideration. Even yeah, that was, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just nuts. So, uh, and back to the, the tight end stuff, John Collie here. I'm so happy. Zach Luhan has been watching the podcast and decided to start throwing to the tight ends. Tyler Merriam. I know you sometimes listen to some of these as well. Uh, thanks for always asking Jimmy about it too. Cause gosh, it's funny. Cause <laughs> he did <laughs> just he did last, this just... Year, last week. Right. Hey guys, breaking news right here. Sammy, Sammy, uh, dressy, I think is how you pronounce it. The wide receiver from Kansas just committed to the Jacks just now. Awesome. Boom. So if Yay, you watch go this Jacks. highlight tape on huddle, he looks like a Yankee out there. Big, strong, physical, fast. Heck yeah. Big commitment here. I'm going to uh, step off to retweet this. You guys talk. All right. 
Cool. What else? What else do you see yesterday, Chad? Well, you know, I I didn't get a chance to watch it till just just a few moments ago. Actually, I've been busy, but it was we just made them look pedestrian at pretty much every level. The only real success I saw them have was when they went into that hurry up and they <clears throat> and they dinked and dunked on the passes. And traditionally, that's something that's hard to stop, right? I mean, it just is five yard slants, so forth. Um, I think that's something that our defense could work on and is going to need to work on for this next game, watching the Missouri state game versus you and I, they like to do a lot of those, uh, short passes like that. And if you don't get them right away, you know, then they turn those into yards after catch sometimes touchdowns, you know, so you got to play really solid and, and really limit that. Um, I don't know. That's, that's yeah, kind of one of my takeaways, uh, you know, Hunter Dustman had a pretty good day. It's too bad he missed that 47-yard yarder there. He had a real nice punt. Um, Griffin Wildey's good at everything he does on the football field, <laughs> pretty that much. It's going to be so good for years. Oh yeah, well he's 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 not he's going to be he's going to be done quicker than the most because he started out and he well unless he gets a red shirt year somehow, hopefully he doesn't end up injured. That'd be about the only way at this point, right? So. Well, he's still um, three left, though. Yeah, yeah, right. But he'll be he'll be young compared to you know a lot of guys mature that first redshirt freshman year. So. Right. But yeah, he's a he's a total stud, and you can't stop that guy. I uh, was gonna say, get Ron's coming up here, but Josh Hoffman and Emery Gunderson in the chat here, they're talking about. Um, you know, Zay getting a lot of carries yesterday, and where was Amar? I think that was kind of just a game flow thing where Isaiah was running through arm tackles left and right. He had that big third down where he was stopped two yards short, kept his legs moving, little help with McCormick. Boom, it's a seven-yard play. And I think that was more of we had a very pass-heavy game plan compared to games past. Mark had 30 attempts. I want to say by far as most this year. And like I said, when we were running the ball, just – Feed the hot hand. Isaiah Davis, when he is feeling it, he is, he's hard to stop. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I mean, gosh, that group um, came in with 29 sacks, right? And we'll talk about this in a second. But the 605 Hogs had a day. They they were great. They did. Um, hey, look, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. Zero sacks. Dylan Woodkey did have three pressures. Um, but, gosh, they uh, – they shut Players. down that offense and nearly doubled their rushing total that they're allowing per game too. So heck of performance by the 605 Hogs. Good job, guys. Uh, okay, let's talk about this because people keep bringing up quotes from this. All right. We've all been 22 and stupid, guys, uh, yeah. however old he is. <laughs> um, and listening to his full press conference, I'd be more upset if I was his coach about some of the second-guessing on coaching decisions. But again, we've all been 22 and stupid. He's amped up on adrenaline. He's probably a little bit pissed off, right? Um, I, I get what he's saying, that we're talented players too. We're on scholarship too. Uh, you know, we have good size, strength, whatever. Uh, it's just how he said it, right? <laughs> it wasn't the perfect way of saying it. Um, so I don't know. I, I I don't take it as big much of a big deal as some people have. Um, but again, <laughs> 
But <laughs> Jordan, couple. No. <laughs> this is a lie. I knew Jordan when he was 22. Lie, 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 lie. <laughs> I think I met him probably back then too. Uh, there was a lot of this going on out on the field, you know, and it seemed to me to be predicated on something said to our guys, our guys clapping back. Maybe that's yeah. bias, but our guys, our guys had a little bit of it in them too. You know, when guys got, you know, our, our running back got pushed out of bounds and Gus Miller come over and got in that guy's face on the sideline. It's like, he ain't going to do that to Zay when he tried to do that stiff arm. Uh, yeah. It, there was a lot of, there was a lot of edge on that field yesterday yeah. from our guys they, too. Yeah. But Youngstown, I mean, I feel like this started in the spring season. They talked a lot of smack back in the spring too. So I don't know. It, that, I hate to put it that way because I do think Phillips is a good coach, but it feels like a Phillips thing where he's, you know, some teams benefit off that. Some teams are good when they're playing with a little swagger, being a little chirpy. Hell, our guys do that a little bit. Yeah. But there's, yeah. there's, you know, you got to back it up at the end of the day. Yep. Yep. All right. And this has been something too. Kevin's bringing this up. The penguin walks. Yes or no. What do we think? I thought it was kind of funny. Also, we can do without it. I mean, I don't know. It, it was pretty a little too much to me. It was whatever. Their, their yeah, kids I, having fun. I, I don't yeah. really get it. Maybe I'm getting that old already, but. Yeah, I, mean, I can I go with Jim's act like you've been there before, too. It's a See, business trip. Let's do it. Yeah, that's what my mom said, too. She's like, eh, it was kind of like, ooh, so. But I thought I it guess, was fine. I thought it was funny. It's it's no different than the efficient, right? With stone stuff. Yeah, <laughs> right. But I guess the old people in the group were old fuddy daddies and we're like, do without it. And <laughs> the kids, kids these days, they want to have fun. Like, yeah, right. How dare them? And just think, you know what? Like, this team this year is so laser focused on like the big prize um, and the whole one and oh mantra, but they're dialed in on everything they have to do. Let them have a little bit of fun. Like this, this isn't hurting anyone. So yeah. who would ever <laughs> have it? fun playing a football game? It wasn't really that idea. disrespectful. Sorry. Alex. No, no you're good. Yeah. Um, hey, let's talk. I just want to talk just a little bit about some specific players on defense to me that have stood out. Uh, mentioned the Florida boys in the Ransom Raves. Matt Durant right now is just playing great at safety. Um, and I'm so happy for him because he uh, has just battled injuries since he got in Brookings. And we talked to him last year at the scholarship banquet, Chad. And he just, you know, you could tell like was feeling better. Um, and it's taken him a little bit to get going this year. But man, now that he's going, I mean, she's 6'3, what is he, 210, 220? Uh, and he's, he's they big. keep saying he's like the fastest guy on defense. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, love to see him getting in there. Same with Brian Williams and Zach Wilson on the defensive line. Uh, Midco did a cool story on them yeah, that was uh, cool. as being middle school teammates and high school teammates. Uh, and then the last two weeks, a player that's really flashed and he got a sack this week is Aaron Wolfgale Holston. He had a nice pressure last week against uh, cam. He didn't mm -hmm. finish the sack, but he did this week. And, uh, if he can get that interior push on pass rushing plays, I really like him. So he finished yeah. that one kind of late too, right? Did he? That was him on that. Yeah, you got the penalty there. Oh, I thought was that was Dawson. Oh. oh, maybe it was. What number is Dawson? 99. Oh, I guess it was Dawson. My bad. 
<laughs> they they said Wolfkin Holstein Wolf Kill Holstein on the and I didn't double check the number. Yeah. So he's like fifty five or something, isn't he? Yeah, okay. Wolf Kill Holstein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are just some players I want to talk about on defense. You guys got anyone you want to shout out? I mean, number eleven continues to be the man and be all over the field. Like yeah. he's awesome. Yeah, he flies around. Tucker Large, that interception. Yeah, that was a good interception. Jump that route. Large and Beanham in the secondary, especially those fast receivers. There was, I don't remember if the hold was on Beanham or someone else, but either way, there was was a play post route. We must have been cover two, cover three, whatever. Cover two wouldn't make sense. Anyhow, Beanham's carrying the guy down the secondary, and he's beat. And Davidson throws a decent ball, but just that time it's hanging in the air, Dallas comes up, knocks it out. And it seems like he has like two of those a week where he just Johnny on the spot makes a huge play in the secondary. Yeah, he, he dang near had that one that one interception. And like you said, that one that got called back, I do believe on the radio call, Tyler had said that it was somebody away from the ball the that had – yeah, it was the hold. Sure. So. I was about knee deep in yeah. concrete at the point, but I remember that one. <laughs> fun, fun, fun performance all the way around. Um, you know, Dustman's punting insane again, 53 yard average. Uh, I mean, he's just having a terrific season. Uh, and I, and I don't know if he'll get the credit. Um, he'll, if he'll be all conference punter because Missouri state's punter is really good. Um, and he's won it now a yeah. number of years, been all American a number of years. Uh, so, I, I doubt if Hunter gets the recognition over him, but he's going to be right up there, or at least he should be. So. Yeah, Burkett's a heck of a punter, and that's he's a weapon. So that's something we're going to yeah. face in the next game. Yep, yep. Oh, man, everyone's really going on of, about this Penguin stuff. Jeepers. Yeah, <laughs> people are mad. People are mad about Jaden running down the down the goal line. In, at that yeah, track. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. I get that, Todd. That I get that. Well. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. It takes more time off the board. It's not actually a bad strategy. If you, <clears throat> well, you know, I mean, and there was the ball and then poke it across. Just don't be like yeah. the Washington kid. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. That was. I, they're so lucky they won that game, but we don't talk yes, FBS on this show. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, we talk everything. It's okay. So. Yeah, we talk well, a little bit. Yeah. So otherwise. I mean, they got ties uh, to South Dakota. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. All right. So let's review game balls here. Chad, you picked Jaden. I picked Mark. Yep. Uh, Jim Poppin was our guest picker, and he picked GF Dub. All three are great choices, but I did give the game ball to Mark for his performance. He was so good yesterday. I don't know. But you also gave a game ball to GFW. I did. That's true. I did. The special so, teams game ball, that, that kick return. So that's like giving a game ball to a position group almost. <laughs> Who would ever well, do that? Yeah. Could I give it to Hunter oh, every every single week? That's my only right. choice. It'd be hard give to it do. To That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I right. just had to give you a hard time. All right. All right. Defensively, Chad, you picked Trevere. I picked Deshaun. And uh, Jim picked the law firm, Graham Spaulding. So, and I ended up giving the game ball to the secondary. Thank you very much. Yep. So I shot had a pretty down. good game out of, out yeah, of he three did. of those, probably the best. 
He's yep. he's Lots. to that point where he's almost prime Darrell Revis where his games don't show up on the stat sheet because they just do not throw the ball at him. Yeah, he was making tackles from the far side of the right. far side of the field too. So, jeez. Yep. Who? That's a that's what I was trying to figure out. Um, but couldn't I, didn't, I haven't rewatched it. Today was too nice to be inside for me rewatching. Um, was was someone shadowing Oliver, or were they just letting Deshaun have one side and I Dallas think the other like, sides like they normally do? Yeah, yeah. I like I just can't believe we held him to three receptions for twenty-one yards. Right. So that's just nuts. Like, yeah, it's good job, guys. Score predictions. None of us were even close. So we're not going to go over that. So, well, you just right. you just had us all thinking they were going to score all these points, Matt. So we were going to run with it. They were going to. Yeah, I was wrong. I've said and, that. And we don't want to. And we don't want to make bulletin board material and say yeah. our guys are going to blank their asses. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. You, exactly. You, this, if that's what you're coming to this program for, it's never going to happen. So. Yeah, we don't do that here. Um, not even if so, we're playing. <laughs> Western Illinois. Yeah. So the recap of uh, Youngstown State was brought to you by the Kubota dealers of South Dakota with nine locations. Uh, what did Matt do with his Kubota today? Uh, I yeah. taught my son how to drive the Kubota outside. So that's probably illegal, but we shifted it way low and uh, just kind of drove around the yard. Uh, he had fun with it, moved the seat up. Again, super convenient, super easy to use. Um, he was having a blast. Uh, probably next weekend uh, we may get the snowblower hooked up. We'll see. So yeah, don't uh, chase just getting ready like for winter. That. Yeah, right. And, and how is it illegal? Ready. That's a rite of passion passage <laughs> driving the lawn tractor with your father and grandfather. Yeah, right. Like, so it's not illegal. Yeah, he had a blast. Line, the state and federal government don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, well, there we go. I wish that was true. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so thank you, Kubota. Uh, let, let them hook you up with what you need. Our game balls, they're kind of our game ball review presented by Jack Garbett Central. Um, you know, I'm excited to get back uh, one last game to get down there, uh, go shopping next week um, at the stadium store, probably take my son in just see if he wants anything else for, for Christmas and uh, take note of that, send pictures to my wife so she can order it, make sure it's part of their Christmas presents if that's something he wants, so. Uh, Alex, you picked up anything good for the kids or even yourself, Jack Rabbit Central, lately? Yeah, so, you know, kind of we take, as you guys know about, I don't know if the audience knows, so I've talked about the other show, we take our nearly two-year-old to every game with us, my wife and I do. And so dad gets way too into the game, as my wife can attest. So mom, <laughs> mom ends up say. corralling Claire a little bit, and that's a good way to burn off some energies, go walk around in there, and it's – it's only cost us two t-shirts and a stuffed Jack so far, but Claire, we got a stuffed Elmo from the Halloween witch. So he's kind of taken over Jack's spot a little bit, but for weeks and weeks there, Jack was Claire's preferred stuffy to go to bed with at night. So. <laughs> awesome. 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 All right. Let's dive into Missouri state guys. Um, so Alex, you have been on Jordan Pichot, right? Am I saying that he's right? Playing well. for yeah. Sure. Yeah, you've been on him for a number of weeks. What, what do you like about him? You know, Jacob Clark, who was the starter and got hurt, was, you know, I want to say fifth-year guy. I could be wrong because I don't have it right up in front of me, but leader guy, kind of 
stuck around, didn't hit the portal when they went and out and got Shelly, stayed with the program, and he just, you know, went about things the right way. But so does Pacho, and he's younger. I want to say he's a sophomore, and he mm-hmm. just goes through his progressions really well. He's really always in tune to the game when I watch their games, and he he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. I mean, he some characteristic of a young quarterback, uh-huh. sure, but they also – as we'll get into here, it's almost like watching vintage 2004 Texas Tech Mike Leach offense. The way Petrino's running that offense right now is instead of rushing the football, they will throw a four-yard pass. And that's just what yep. they do. And we may even see more of that this week with uh, right. Jacardier Wright out too. So <laughs> that's yeah, going to be interesting. They're both listed on their side as as juniors, just FYI. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Like I said, don't take my word for it because I'm not looking at it. But anyhow, I still have liked how he's played this year. Yep. And he has – so this is going to be a big chance for our secondary to maybe add to that interception total and lead the FCS again, though, because he has tossed nine he's picks. Some. Yeah. yeah, he's thrown uh, some. Yeah. And he's, a, he's kind of a gunslinger from what I've seen about him. Um, so trust his arm a lot right now. Uh, and he has thumb to make cool too, so – yeah. yeah, they they like to throw the ball a lot, and with with uh, you you told me right before this that uh, writes out right. Yeah, yep, Jacard, some sort Jacardi of elbow injury right? or something. Yeah, I guess it was a pretty gruesome arm injury. I didn't see it, but I didn't catch yeah. that either. He he looked great in the first half of their game, and you know was really running all over the place. I think we see the pass even more. They're going to have to rely on it more. So hopefully yeah. we can get home a few times. Uh, I'd like to see yeah. sacks, chain gang, yeah, at least pressures, you know. So they have a, a very fun uh, small receiver, Raylan Sharp, 5'9", yep. 172. And he had, uh, what was it, 15 catches or 13 uh, receptions against North Dakota State and then 11 last week against UNI. So he has like 65 on the season. Just a really uh, a little jitterbug type of player. Uh, that can make the uh, run after catch on the short routes, but then he gets deep too, um, which you don't expect from like a five nine cat. So, uh, kind of a fun a fun guy that's going to be different than what we've been facing. We've been facing some, you know, more moderate sized, bigger wide receivers lately. Uh, that is not him. So, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, Alex and I were talking about that just a little bit while you while you stepped away for a second. But they do like to dink and dunk, you know those. F- throwing it into the flats and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's something that we're really going to have to try and make sure that we're tackling well. I did see that we had some good tackling, but there was points in the game yesterday where tackling was still an issue for the Jacks, it seemed like to me. So I don't know if you saw that at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we got to wrap up. We can't just hit guys hard and expect them to stay, de- you know, fall down. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This team, you know, it's a fun offense. It's not a good defense. That's what. That's why I'm so interested. I, I got. I am excited to go back and watch this U and I Missouri State game because they just completely shut them down. So, yeah. Who are we talking about? KP are quarterback you, are, went out. Are you talking about the quarterback for see, I didn't, Bears. I didn't see that. He. They didn't have anyone else attempt to pass. I was just looking that up when Kevin put that in there in the box score from yesterday, and hmm. didn't have any other quarterbacks in there. Unless yeah, it was really at I, the so. end of the game, maybe. What's the spread going to be? Mm. Yeah, I bet it's 
I bet it's right in that 12 and a half to 14. Oh, somewhere. I know that's a lot of difference. You think it's higher? I think I'm it's not like talking 21. over under. I'm just talking spread. But am I allowed to say, or we save that for Wednesdays? <laughs> you can do whatever <laughs> you want, but just know that you might offend Ben and Brendan. We'll save that for Wednesday. I just <laughs> a little teaser there, so people do turn into the Wednesday show. I'm there I'm saying go. 21 and a half. Huh? Hit on sideline. Really? Huh? Interesting. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin says he was hit on the sideline towards the end of the game. We'll have to check that out. The- Thanks for the shout out on your show too, by the way. Appreciate that. Yes, that was. Check out Kevin and some stuff too if you get a chance on Fridays. Yeah, and good info. And if you haven't been listening already, um, you know our guys winning the the competition for Alex's lemonade stand. So yes, go ahead and go donate. Go donate for Brian. why did Williams. Williams. It's one of the it's one of the Florida men. No, I it is right, but <laughs> Wilson stuck in my head, and I knew that was wrong, and I couldn't get past it. So thank you, Ryan Williams, leading. He's close to his two thousand dollar goal. Uh, you know, if if you nice. want, just uh, Google Google FCS Nation Radio Alex Lemonade Stand. Uh, there's a way to donate online, and you know that'd be great. So yeah, thanks everyone that has donated already too. Yes, that's great. So thank you. Seth Meyer thinks the spread's going to be 20 at least. So, Okay. Okay. All right. We want to do predictions on this. I don't have much more to say. I've watched uh, a half of Missouri State this year when they played NDSU. I mean, they're going to throw everything they can at us, right, at this point in the year. Yeah, they want to be spoilers, yeah. Yeah. That, so it's a, it's a dangerous game from that respect. But, uh, you know, we kind of said the same thing about – Youngstown State, right? And Mark had a day. I honestly, I, I mean, I know he didn't it. get the game ball, but Mark had a day. And what happened last time we played Missouri State? Mark, Mark had, a, had day. a day. Mark had a day. So did Zach Hines, by the way. So I'd love mm-hmm. to see a return to hey, the fifth team in the nation's coming. You know, that I, I know it's at home, but like that result, you know, where we just lay it down on them i think i like jacks in the 34 to 10 range our defense is stingy you know they they don't get all the statistical i mean they're they're high on every category but i don't are they leading in any single category i don't think so because they're just good across the board Mm mm-hmm Points and, and efficiency, so, the two that matter the most. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So those, there you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, then I'm going to do you just a little better here. Uh, 37-13. <laughs> okay. Feel a little more for each. Yep. All right. Uh, Alex will probably wait on your prediction, but you want to do a uh, game ball prediction, I guess? Yeah, I can certainly okay. do game ball. Okay, so Chad, you said Mark, right? Yeah, I think Mark on offense, okay. on defense. Um, it's got to be our secondary. Someone out there. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Beanham, number seven. Dang it, just has a nose for a ball. <laughs> he stole mine too. Oh, yeah. Hey, we can all agree it's not as compelling of discussion, but we can all agree. Yep. All right. Uh, well, let's do that then. I like that. Let's all do Dallas. I like that. We've never done that before. All right, Alex, you're a guest. Who do you want for offense here? 
Uh, it won't be because we'll have at least one, if not several, hopefully home playoff games. But last regular season game, probably for number 22, Missouri State gives up 180 yards a game on the ground. Ooh. Only thing that's going to keep him from hitting 200 is that we're going to be up big and they're going to take his helmet away from him. Yeah. That's going to be why. <laughs> yep. Hey, I mean, he had a heck of a day kind of quietly this last week, right? right. I mean, you yep. have like 130. Yep. Yeah, exactly. One thirty, quiet one thirty-two, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I so for all those reasons, and because I think he looks really good right now, I'm going with Angel as my player of the game, Angel Johnson, because I think you know we're gonna get up. They're just gonna put Isaiah on mothballs, um, Mark on mothballs, and and I don't know where Amar's at right now, like if he did get hurt or not. So. That's what I'm wondering. If he was dinged up, if he's dinged up at all, they're going to sit him this game. So Angel's the number two back and going to get carries early anyways. But yeah, that's where I'm at, guys. Um, we had a question about uh, if, well, can the Jacks lose the number one seed to the winner of the Brawl of the Wild? Uh, I don't think so. If they maybe. But if they yeah. win this game, there's no way. Yeah, yeah, if they win, there's no way, really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And who do we think is going to win that game since we're talking about it? Because, you know, we've had this team in Montana State that we all thought was a clear far and away number two. Then what happens, happens. We got Montana State that can't fight their way out of a brown paper bag to start the year, then become world beaters shortly thereafter with the change at quarterback. Um, you know they got a good defense. I don't know. I, I think my money's on Montana as much as I don't want to say that. I'd like to see the the Cats win, but Montana's been hotter yeah. right now. Thoughts? And they, they they got boat raced last year in Bozeman, um, so I feel like there's going to be a revenge factor there. Yeah, they embarrassed. That's the right, the exactly the right word. So yeah, it. Jim Poppins got a good point. It's at home for them too. That yeah, that's worth. I don't know what it, what the home field advantage is worth. Typically, Alex, you're the uh, statistician. Well, that stadium's nuts. That stadium's probably a touchdown. Right, it might be. Half is the national average, so I'd okay. say you can give Wagers almost four. I was I was yeah. gonna say three is normally what what I thought it was, but I didn't know if that was for basketball. So um, yeah, I. So right there, you know, they're they're playing with a little house money in that regard. Yeah. Hey, Kevin, are you going to be there? Ron, I'm assuming you're going to be there, right? So I, I'm going to change mine just because I, I want to support Ron here, and I'm going with the Cats. So this one's for you, Ron. I'm taking the Cats. Like I said, I, I'd like to see him win. I'm pretty sure we're going to yeah. pick that on Wednesday's show, I assume, so I will preclude myself sure. from that one too. <laughs> what would Dallas Look it up pick? Bottom quick. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what would Dallas pick? Yeah. He lineman. <laughs> Missoula's got the better D line. <laughs> Dallas is going to take the Grizz. All right, I like it. Uh, yeah. Hey, so let's uh, transition just a little bit into you know what the Fans Nation guys are going to be talking about. Um, the FCS, yeah, Fans Nation guys are going to be talking about here at eight. Um, the playoff scenario. So I sent a picture today to our group of a whiteboard that I'd kind of thrown together. Um, with the who I think was going to be the auto bids, 
Uh, who is going to be that largest? We're not going to pull it up because it's embarrassing because I don't like I had I a headache. It pretty good. Yeah. Well, I looked at this for an hour and <laughs> in that hour, I was going back and forth, just erasing with my finger. And then I send it to these guys and immediately Alex is like, oh, Tarleton's not eligible. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I spent all this time on it. And I mean, I know there's guys on the Facebook group, right. That do this for fun every, every week. week, like every week and, and right. actually bracket it out. I didn't even bracket it out, man. What a headache. I can't well, imagine. Alex does the red shirt sports uh, top 25. Yep. Right. And, and yeah. we, we, I know last year I, I contributed on the top 25, but this year I, I didn't start off early because I thought, well, you know, it's just too early to tell. And then it got going and I was like, man, I just don't feel like I know enough about these teams this year to, to contribute. So I haven't been doing that, but yeah, yeah it's nuts. Brendan's real good at it. You know, obviously Jamie's fantastic. It's, he just loves to do it. That's yeah. I've told you guys, but for the viewers, I'm just I'm so jealous of Matt and Kyler and Rev and Jamie because I I li- I've always kind of known how the playoff selection process worked, but listening to Herder's interview with Haslam, uh, you're probably too late now. You got 20 minutes to listen to a 40 minute interview, unless <laughs> you listen times two on Spotify. But that process, I'll put it this way: if anyone else listen to that. I have never been more sure that we probably get the right 24 teams in there every year. I really think we do after listening to Herder and Haslam talk. You mean I'm except not... for last year? Well, no, we got the right teams in. I am less confident than ever that the bracket is built the way it's supposed to. So it's oh, kind so of you a... don't you don't feel like Montana paid for a seed last year and, and uh, North Dakota got held out? You mean a home game? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So Herder, Herder asked Haslam on that point blank, and I he, that com- episode, he, so. he completely dodged the Montana State. Because <laughs> those that don't know, Haslam is the Montana AD, the playoff committee chair. Um, but as far as the UND part where they had a three times bid, he said, well, Weber was within a couple votes of being our eight seed, so they were our theoretical nine seed. He mm. said – and UND was one of our last teams in, so we didn't feel like it was fair to send Weaver to Grand Forks. Okay, but that's not really what your guidelines say. So like I said, I'm very confident yeah. the 24 teams we're going to have when we're talking about this this time next week, it's going to be the right 24 teams. Will the bracket be set up how it's supposed to be? I'll play the fifth on that one. And that was my takeaway from, from that Herder and Haslam interview. You know, and I think there's been a really fun debate on Twitter today that I didn't necessarily mean to uh, start um, <laughs> with, with the with the Valley teams, the middle tier Valley teams and where they are at in all of this and, and how they're going to fit in to the at-large picture. But also, um, you know, that, that seven and eight spot, you know, for the seeds, who's going to get those? Is it going to be a Delaware? Is it going to be an NDSU? Is it going to be uh, – Austin P who I don't think should like Austin P got smoked early in the season by SIU and SIU's offense has disappeared, obviously, but you know, North Carolina central, right. That's yeah, a whole new wrinkle. Now be a seated playoff team. Now that's yeah, a whole other yeah, can of right. worms, but yeah, if they don't, yeah. cause they won't be going to the celebration bowl. Right. I I'm yep. curious to see, I haven't run the numbers on that game, but I'm curious to see if Howard is favored in that game or not. Yep. Yep. And for everyone that's not um, paying attention, 
Drake is likely going to win the Pioneer League. So, <laughs> you know, that's we beat another, we beat coin another playoff flip. team. Coin <laughs> you, you really want that coin flip, man. Yes. <laughs> it's got to yeah, be broadcast holy... live to know that it's honest, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rabbit Rabbit says, Holy Cross lost to Army. Uh, holy Cross let me down this year. I talked them up as a for real team in like week four. And again, I was wrong. I, I thought that offensive line and Matthew Sluka were going to be great, and they are. They just have no defense. They lost Their everyone on defense. Disappeared. So. Except for yeah. that one stop at the goal line yesterday. Did you see that? Oh, oh the pop. Yeah, wow. that pop on that Woo! army. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a man. That was a man hit. Yeah, even without yeah. the ginger Jesus, I mean, even when they did have ginger Jesus, they lost a couple of the they lost a couple of the games they shouldn't have there. So yeah, I've still yeah. never gotten an explanation of the flappy bird, but no, I don't know. But two games, two games that I think are going to be deciding the spot, uh, UND and Illinois State. I think that's potentially one, or they could potentially both miss, but both of them aren't getting in. And then UC Davis and Sac State. That's interesting. You know, I, I don't believe in UC Davis and Sac, though, just has been so disappointing, I think, this year um, after beating Stanford. Like they've just fallen off a cliff, kind of. What, what, Chad? I just don't know who's really the standout in in the big sky right because it seems like every time a, a team should win they don't like I'll say it's it, almost montana at this point but it's, god it's, knows it's almost gotta be saturday right it's yeah. just idaho looked like those dudes then they didn't they lost that you know i just yeah kevin that was a tongue-in-cheek comment about drake come on we know they're not good it's just we I, beat I another playoff team on- okay <laughs> I made a separate one on Twitter earlier, so that's probably why Kevin's throwing that barb in there. Yeah. Beb, Beb yeah. I think Ray's more than allowed to cheer for Drake. Yeah. If you yeah. went to school somewhere, you're always allowed to cheer for him. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. Well, that's good. And then, obviously, uh, the big one in Cedar Falls that we've been talking about for a couple weeks here, uh, NDSU at I, And I completely laid an egg again, oh. right, right when we all started to believe in them again. And they go to Missouri State and get boat raced. What the heck? For as How's good as a- Theo, for as good as Theo Day was last year, has there been a QB that's been more Jekyll and Hyde this year? Yeah, that's what we were talking about before the show started. I was just gonna Man. say to your point, like, how do you gotta feel as a U and I fan? You know, it's it's gotta be like being a Vikings fan, you know, they get your hopes up with something great and then just crush you last second. So mm-hmm. oh. It just is awful. Yeah. Hey, uh, this breakdown of this <laughs> of this playoff nonsense is brought to you by Cubbies, and Cubbies is going to be the best place uh, to watch all of these FCS games in the opening round. If you're not able to do it at your own home, head on down to Cubbies. They'll have the games on the screens down there. Uh, what a blast. This is one of – you know, all this debate that we've had reminds me of why the FCS playoffs are so great, and all these games – in the playoffs are fun to watch because you're learning about new programs, new players. At least I am usually. Um, and that's also why Cubbies is great because they're going to have this. They're going to have great selection of beer, great selection of food. So head on down to Cubbies to watch these games. Alex, you look like you had something to say. Well, I was just no. going to say, I didn't know if Chad was going to go. I've talked over him twice now. I feel no, bad. I, yeah, you're good. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> um, but just to your point, you know, there's, I, 
threw that FBS Washington game in there. You know, there's people, FBS fans that are against an expanded playoff because, oh, it makes the regular season matter less. Seven of the 10 auto bids will not be decided till Saturday's games are over. You tell me the FCS yeah. regular season doesn't matter. Yep. Yep. I know. Absolutely. Like, right. This is just so much more fun. We're FBS right, <laughs> right now. You know, the, the play, there's small playoff system. It's basically a lock that four of the teams, right. Unless it's going to be two sec schools, the big 10 champ and the big 12 or pac 12 champ. Every yeah. Year. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's how they want it. Honestly. Right. Yeah. It's, it's only marginally better than what we had before. Yeah. Um, all right. Three things before we get out of here. Tickets. You should have gotten an email today from Jackrabbit Ticket Office. Awesome. Uh, if you bought tickets this yeah, year. Yeah, if you bought tickets this year, selling $10 tickets. Limited quantity, but we're going to sell this bad boy out. Uh, there's about 2,600 seats left, tickets left. I think is what Max's or the Green Dot thing said, right, Alex? Yeah, there's about 2,600 left before I jumped on the show here. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to talk about that or not. Yeah, so that's awesome. Um, take advantage of the cheap tickets. Uh, this is also a good deal because this allows them to lower the price a little bit for playoff tickets. So um, that's exciting. Uh, senior day. There's been comments on the side about senior day. Uh, we do not know at this point who's choosing to come back and who's not. Um, we do have an article once we learn who it is. We have an article dropping this week just kind of talking about each player a little bit. Um, Josh Hoffman, who's been a guest blogger uh, with us for a few different times, he's stepping up to do that. Um, and we will let you know when we know who's actually coming back or at least making plans to come back and who's not. There's been a lot of good discussion on Twitter last week about about that, you know, on the, especially on the offense and defensive lines. Is the cupboard going to be bare? Uh, the answer is no, it's not. But um, that's neither here nor there. And the third thing is Brent, Ben, uh, Cap'n Jacks on Twitter, uh, infamous for the JIAI segment, is now outsourcing <laughs> um, and creating a contest for you, the listeners, where you can submit your own JIAI artwork um, that will be featured uh, on the show and you'll be uh, cheered or made fun of or booed or whatever you guys do uh, to the people on that. So hopefully you guys are nicer to our, our listeners than you are to Ben. We so. will be. Well, <laughs> to be fair, Ben Ben deservedly got the heck he did for the first one. <laughs> now it's just a running gag, as it always is with yeah. the team. Yep. Hey, this is good, too. So take four free tickets to military um, and active duty also veterans and active duty. Awesome. Good job. SDSU. Oh yeah. This is the military appreciation game. Yeah. They've right? been, they've been doing that the last several ones, you know, yeah. normally, normally yep. we get my father-in-law, he was in the air guard. We get him to come along to this game every week or sometimes it's cold and Beth stays at oh. home and it's just he and I sitting together. And it's not going to be cold. It's going to be no, 60 it's degrees. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It depends on where you're checking your weather, but uh, now, if I remember correctly, is this a blue and yellow game? Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, that's, this is that's, wear what you need to game. Wear yep. anything, Jacks, blue and yellow. Yeah. I had some questions on that on Twitter earlier today. So, yep. Um, David Bender. Anyone know which side? We get, I've they seen won't this announce that until they have yeah. the finalist teams. <clears throat> yeah. It's kind of a strange thing. So, yeah. 
And uh, we're not going to announce it right now, folks, but uh, we do have some exciting things that we're working on for Frisco if we're lucky enough and fortunate enough to make it again. So know that you're going to be taken care of down there. It's going to be fun. So if we make it, if we make I it, think, I don't want to jinx this. I think uh, Jason's asking how he gets the, the military tickets. I'd say just call, call the, the ticket, ticket office. office. Yeah. yeah. 1-888-GO-JAX, right? And then if you need the $10 tickets, if you don't have an email, just get a hold of one of us. One of us can probably snag you some $10 tickets. Yep. Yeah, that's a code thing, isn't it? Yep. Probably. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. Probably get in trouble for putting that on air here, but DM nah. me, I'll give it to you. Nah, yeah. they want to fill the stadium for these guys. And yeah, yeah so let's show up to appreciate this class. It's going to be Jim, awesome. So Jim Poppin will put it in the comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, anything else? Everyone can go refill their drink, get a snack, and then get back on. Anything else you guys want to talk about? No, check out that show. It's going to be cool. Thank you guys yeah. for letting me be a much less yeah. handsome, oh. much less insightful version of Dallas this week. Hold on. Yeah, you added a lot. Thanks. Jamal. Jamal. I've, yeah, I've yeah, been man. looking for you all show, buddy. Oh, man. Um, Jamal, you were right. You were right. I overestimated uh, how good the Youngstown offense was. So, um, sorry we're late. I, I did apologize for that later. Uh, but you were right, sir. Uh, that Youngstown offense was, or our defense is just that damn good. So, yeah. Yeah. What are, what are we going to challenge the team with this, this week? I know Matt, Matt Zimmer brought that up in his, both in his podcast and, and in the press conference. Win the conference what's, what's, outright. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, we haven't won. Can't, can't score 50, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Put something out there that's completely ridiculous. Like, yeah. This team can't score 100 on anybody. That's funny. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, all the comments. This has been fun tonight. Kind of a little more laid back. Um, it's going to be great. So, have fun. Uh, like, subscribe, share. Thanks. All right. Ready? Go big. Go blue. Go Jack. Go Jack.